Hello and welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast, the podcast where myself and a wide range of guests have a waffle about mental health, life's challenges and those pet hates that really get on our nerves. I'm your host Taylor James, so join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Hello and welcome to the show, AJ Roberts. Hey mate, how are you doing? <laughs> Anytime. Um, probably should start off by saying, giving you a bit of introduction. Um, you're you're an executive coach and mentor, um, keynote speaker, a British Army veteran, fellow podcast host, and a charity patron. Yep. In a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like reeling off this big, impressive CV. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't like to sit around. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is um, what what it kind of inspired you to start your podcast? Um, I, I listen to podcasts myself uh, a lot, just as part of my own personal development journey. Really, yeah. Because, um, the more and more I listened, um, and the way I wanted to take my own coaching business, the more I realised that, like you know, it's a great way to get your message out there to you know many people and. Um, part of what I do is trying to have uh, the biggest impact possible on as many people as possible. Um, we, you know, we're fortunate to live in a world where we've got all this technology uh, and advancement, like in the palms of our hands, to be able to do so. So um, I also like the fact that you know, if, like with your show, you know, you, you can do what you want with it. It's it, yeah, you know, it's not somebody else on the other end editing it and like putting in what they believe is the best bits or. Or making it sound like you've said something you actually haven't, you know. Um, <laughs> it's quite a lot of freedom with it, isn't there? It's kind of like, you know, yeah. it's your message, it's your show. It's kind of, yeah, I, I, I love it. I think it's great, a great platform. Yeah, and it's it's not like, a, it wasn't a case of like, oh, if I get a podcast now, I'll bring more followers in or anything else like that. And, I, you know, I look really impressive. It is literally like my, my ethos and my core values is to have the biggest impact on as many people as possible uh, in the most positive way. So use utilizing what tools are out there to do so is of the utmost importance oh amazing um, um so you, you um, mentioned about your um sorry your... Mate, what i was going to say was is that <laughs> um because of listening to so many podcasts it was uh, and how it's all set up and stuff like that, i found it um it would be quite a unique challenge because it also helps you take you on your own journey which is really really important like you you'll have with yours you know from the uh, we were just talking previously before uh, we hit record about like, my first ever episodes was just literally recorded on my phone. But now yeah. I have like a lot more gear and you know, I've got like a big guest coming on stuff like that. And it's it's the actual thought and the excitement of that journey, which is quite um, quite impressive and like really, you know, attracts, attracts you to the actual podcasting industry. It is, isn't it? Because it's like you, you don't kind of know like what, or where it's going to go next no. so it's kind of like a um it's quite surprising how fast it can change yeah because as I, I mean i don't know if you'll agree but there's days when i find like oh you know i haven't got the like the biggest amount of motivation to kind of record the episode mm. and then either someone will get in contact or you'll you know you'll be listening to someone else's and it kind of in a cheesy way but it kind of inspires you to kind of like oh actually no keep going because you know, there's there's people listening to your message, but also from like a personal point of view, um, you don't kind of realise how therapeutic it is. Oh, kind absolutely. of getting getting stuff off your chest, getting your message out there, and 
you know even if it hits one person it just the impact it has on your own kind of like mental um, being it's it's insane mm, yeah absolutely okay so yeah you mentioned about um like you're a you're a coach what is it that you kind of coach people to do um so basically like over a number of years in in my own life i've you know had to overcome a hell of a lot of adversity um and trauma and serious situations and um, I've managed to harness those experiences and kind of turn them into a positive light uh, to help other people amazing you know not necessarily they don't have to be to like Afghanistan or Iraq or anywhere else like that to have been through you know trauma or atrocities and stuff like yeah. that before um, and um, what, what I use all those experiences to do is help people like massively increase the level of their their confidence um, the physicality, their, their mental strength—you know—to just create help create a rock-solid mindset for people. Um, and I accustom that as part of a package where we then work on that mindset from day one, and then we start introducing those new thought patterns and um, transferable skills into like their business, or if they're an athlete, like what they're trying to achieve. Um, as an athlete or whether they're in a corporate career or, or even in the military, stuff like that, really. Um, and then obviously taking their own sort of journey to new paths that way with their new found uh, concrete mindset that we help create from. That's amazing. That is literally like, it, it sounds really, because I, I hadn't, I kind of wasn't expecting that answer. Um, and there's there's one thing that I completely relate to with that is the kind of taking negatives to positives. And I feel like you can go through, and it's interesting that you use the trauma word because I wasn't aware that this was kind of, you know, you expect you kind of relate it to lots like such huge events. Yeah. Um, and like yourself, I mean, you know, God knows, you know, from yourself being in the, you know, the British Army, you know, what you've seen and kind of what you've had to live through, but kind of like even like like a day-to-day like um life there can be so much like trauma like happen and the impact that it kind of has on people is huge yeah. um and it's, it's one thing i completely underestimated so i'm actually really chuffed that you said it because it was it's so nice to talk to someone who's got that kind of same mindset of kind of turning you know such a negative situation and ne- negative experiences mm to one help themselves but then two to you know to have the, an impact on other people's lives i think it's incredible yeah and like i said that's that's the main aim and it's uh it's actually easier than you think to have a bigger impact you just gotta kind of, kind of double down on what you want to do what your own goals are what your core values are and what your ethos is and how you breathe that into the market if you know what i mean yeah that's amazing <laughs> I'm actually really glad you did this now because it's kind of it's it's given me a bit of kick up the ass to be fair already. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I'm happy with that. Um, you mentioned about um, mindset, yeah, and it's something that I'm doing a lot of kind of reading into and kind of research about at the moment because I feel like, especially with the time that we're living in, it's so easy to have like such like a like a negative mindset about like kind of like the world you know yourself you know your job everything at the moment seems to it's quite like a negative kind of but i think the whole year has been just negative (laughs) um what would you kind of advise or you know if you were you know having a coaching session with someone how would you recommend to kind of change that 
and can, can you change it? Yeah, no, no. and the, the first thing that any individual needs to do is just uh, ask themselves, like, what is it that's so negative right now? Because everyone's got a different perception of everything. Everyone's yeah. got a different opinion. Everyone's got a different view on stuff. Um, and it's then getting the individual to um, want to make a change, you know, because uh, let, let's pretend they're a coaching client, for example. You know, they'll only be a coaching client if they're actually coachable. You don't want to try and, and you're wasting your time trying to help someone that just genuinely doesn't want to be helped. Yeah. Um, they've got to want to make a change. So if they, they're having, if their life's very negative at the minute, um, it's just like getting them to like acknowledge what it is that's making it negative and accept accept that. Okay. Um, because we all do different things in our lives. We all see things in a different perspective um, and we all put a different meaning to things. So, um, like, you know, all the things that are going on in the world at the minute, it all seems very, very negative, you know, with COVID, with protests and, yeah. um, you know. It's a lot to take in, isn't it? It's a lot has changed yeah, like, in a you know, short period of time. You know, 90% of the, 90% of the population probably didn't even know what the word furlough meant until, you know, a few months ago. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> uh, so, it, it, it seems to be like one thing after the other, but. It depends how drawn in you are to uh, media, it, 100%. So one thing I do is I never watch the news. Um, okay. I sanitised my social media as best possible to um, – and you can't completely sanitise it because um, people still will always have opinions, you know, on yeah. what events. Um, but people who just literally just gob off all day about – negativity stuff you know yeah. procrastinate you know uh, like blaming the government for stuff um constantly complaining about things that are completely out of their control um i've got no place in my life and it's um you know that, that that's one of the best and quickest things you can do is just just get get rid of people or social media yeah. uh does you know friends and family if that's what they're like um, it's actually quite interesting that you said that because i think especially at the moment and i mean i mean i'm a huge believer in you know people's opinions and you know like if you're using your kind of voice for the right reasons then you know go for it you know that there's you know messages that need to be you know put out there but at the moment all i'm seeing through social media through both friends and you know some family that is constantly like oh this person's got this opinion and like it's like you're attacking people for having an opinion Mm -hmm. but then it's like it's so hypocritical because it's like how can you attack someone for having an opinion yeah. and then spouting your opinion? It just feels feel like it's so kind of, it's so negative. It's so kind of, it's it's toxic at the minute. And I yeah. think and, it um, sounds really bad, but it's it, kind of, it's yeah, becoming yeah, easier to kind of. How you find, um, how you find like healthy debate. Do you know what I mean? If, yeah. Is, if you're not, if you get offended easily by stuff and just don't voice your opinion on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you if you spend again, you know, go back to negativity. If you find you're spending your time looking at other people's comments, commenting on stuff, being opinionated, opinionated on things that you literally cannot control. Yeah, you, know, you physically cannot stop protesting them, and you physically cannot stop COVID nineteen. You physically cannot stop the decisions that the government make. If you spend all a lot of time worrying about that kind of stuff, then you seriously need to have a look at yourself. Yeah. Um, analyze like how best to manage your time um the quickest I love that. thing is to like 
stop being a gobshite. Amazing. Worrying about yourself. Um, and I don't mean that in a selfish way. The more, you know, I'll see it on a daily basis. So many people spend so much time worrying what everybody else is doing. They're not worried. I forget about themselves. In development because when all this is finished, and bear in mind, like large scale incidents and things that happen to society are forgotten about after three months. Yeah. It's classic, mate. No one's talking about the Manchester, uh, Manchester bombings. Oh, yeah. it, literally, we said this the same. It's like Brexit. Yeah. No one's even talking no about one, it. Minute. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I haven't, talk, I haven't heard anyone mention Cecil the Lion for a long time. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know I mean? Or Haram, Harambi. Yeah, yeah, and, nothing. You know, I'm always, I'm always looking forward to three months away because <laughs> what's next? <laughs> the problem is, is that the, 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 you know, the majority of people would have been caught up and embroiled in all the nonsense in that time. Yeah, you know, three months of time will fly by, and then I'd be like, well, what I've actually achieved in this period, I'm not, I haven't put myself in a better position than what I was when COVID started. Yeah, um, whereas like a lot of the people I associate with or. Um, I bring into my circle and who I connect with and all that kind of stuff are all positive people trying to make positive change. They're trying yeah. to do stuff for their own personal development. They're trying to better themselves every day. It, you know, it doesn't have to be like jumping out of a plane and stuff like that. It's just little tiny things that can make a huge difference in the overall picture of your life. Um, yeah. And at the end of all this, they're going to be the ones that are totally, you know, excelling. Um, just as my my coaching business has, like I've had one of the probably the best two months of my business I've ever had. Um, That's amazing, and and it's because I've doubled down and focused hard on what's important to me, what's important to my business, the message it communicates, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and anybody can do it. That's amazing. It's to it's it's one of the things like you said, like taking that kind of that that minor change and kind of I'm really impressed that people are taking the time to kind of invest in themselves because it's it's one thing that I never ever do like I used to kind of hide behind excuses I used to like be scared to get out of my comfort zone yeah and this whole like podcasting has ripped me out of that yeah so it's now like you know I set myself like targets like I now know how to kind of like add vocals onto like a backing track um you know like I'm are you invested in like Photoshop and stuff like this? So I feel like I'm coming out of this whole quarantine lockdown process because I've challenged myself and like I'm a lot stronger, you know, mentally, not so physically because those workouts have kind of just, <laughs> they've, they've, they've fell to the side a little bit, but yeah. I'll, I'll get back to that. Um, but one thing yeah, so that's important. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing as well. People getting, uh, they're like, oh, sorry, I need to do all this stuff. And uh, it's one thing I talk to my coaching clients a lot about is like, you know, we're just going to concentrate on like, the, you know, one thing um, because it's, it's why, you know, everyone sees it. Everyone sees the um, the new year, new me people that come oh, yeah. flooding out the gates. They buy all these supplements. They sign up to the gym. They, um, you know, they buy into all these PT programs and stuff like that. And then three weeks later, they're like back to procrastination. Yeah rolling back into bed and all the rest of it because they're not seeing any results because, um, well, A, they're not giving it time, um, but it's because they're trying to concentrate and getting overwhelmed and far too many things at once. You know, they're trying to quit smoking, drinking, eating healthy foods, start getting up at six in the morning, reading a book, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's, um, they get all caught up in all that and it's just overwhelming for them. Um, and it makes their life more hectic than what it was. Yeah. So would you recommend doing like the, the small things, like the small changes 
first. Well, it's just and a little then... thing to chip away, like um, to get to your major goals. So um, I, I do goal setting exercises quite a lot with my coaching clients and in groups. So yeah. um, one of the things I say to people is like, set, you know, setting yourself goals is so important, and it's it's vital that you write them down. It's vital that you uh, you invite people, you know, who supportive and lift you up to, to know what yeah. you're on. you know it helps keep you accountable um but also what you're doing is um you're giving yourself like a much better chance of achieving them now people uh, you know if i said to, to, you know someone like what you know what's your what's your goal for the next six months and I'm like oh, i will lose 20 kilos I'm like 20 kilos okay that's, you know it's like 50 pound that's quite good yeah uh, that's good you know, great goal. And then they suddenly go like, oh crap, uh, 50 pound. Well, that seems like loads because they're suddenly thinking of a number. And then yeah. what people do is they then look at like the, the big goal they're trying to achieve. All, all you simply need to do is just reverse engineer it and break it down into small bite-sized chunks. So um, 50 pounds is, uh, it's to lose 50 pounds in 26 weeks, because so that's less than six months, is, um, is less than two pound a week. Like as soon as you it. broke it down it's it just it makes it look so much more achievable yeah and, just, and it's kind of like a layer of pressure yeah. has kind of been taken away yeah and the minute you say that to somebody there's uh, like a switch suddenly it's flicked like bang They're yeah like, whoa yeah and it, all they've done is just reverse engineer the goal and it's that, that's how i've achieved things in my own business in my own life is because i reverse engineer everything that i want to achieve no i think it's a really good way of looking at it and i think it's i think it makes it more achievable and you're not going to put, you know, as much pressure. You're not going to be stressing out about it. You know, it's not as much of a strict kind of, oh, okay, well, this hasn't happened. I haven't lost, you know, this £10 in this short amount of time. So I think that's a really, really good way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, Leading on to that then, um, what kind of, like, motivation? Like, at the moment, I feel like there's a complete lack of it. I mean, I mean I'm just speaking from, a, like, a personal, you know, motivation at the moment but there's some days when it's like it's you know it's sky high and i want to do this 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 and this mm. and there's days that are literally like yeah it, it's not happening today um what, what do you do to keep yourself motivated um it all depends like first thing i i first thing i do is don't beat myself up um yeah that's another thing that I, I teach a lot of my clients because i have people who are just desperate to like just be on permanent send and just go 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 all the time yeah they get like if they do have a down day they get mega beat up about it and they feel like um a lot of self you know lack of self-worth and stuff like this yeah and all i've got them to do is take a day off <laughs> it's a bit of a slippery slope though isn't it like yeah. i feel like what, what that like once that mindset kind of goes in that kind yeah. of direction yeah you know you get people who um you get people who just want to be on it all the time and like they feel like they're if they're uh, and that, that's just a story that they tell themselves over a period of months because they start seeing a like positive trajectory in their business or yeah. something like that. But it's good, very good to just take a step back, relax, you know, kind of like less is more in a sense. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't mean that for like weeks on end, but I mean, just take a little step back, recuperate, gives you a chance to assess everything you'll see, see a lot of stuff in different lights and go like, ah, well, um, that client, I didn't retain that client. A bit upset that I didn't. I really thought they were going to st- stick with us. They were doing yeah. well. But then 
if you actually take a step back and actually look at things very differently and actually give yourself the time to do so, you can actually assess why. And then you'll be like, oh, well, actually, I should have done this, this, and this. Or um, in terms of exercise, for example, you know, some people get uh, beaten up because, beat themselves up because um, they just didn't feel like exercising that one day. Yeah. You, you just got to give yourself a break and get out of your own way. Um, because if you give yourself a break and then you can kind of like hone in on yourself again, revisit your goals, for example, stuff like that, you can, uh, you'll actually, the next day you're like, you're ready to go again and you see things in a different light. And that's uh, one key thing that I talk to people about a lot is um, the, the meaning you apply to something. So if you, if you, if you let yourself allow yourself to get, get into like a really hugely fast paced life, yeah, where you're working at 100 miles an hour all the time, you end up missing so many tricks, so many key things. Um, and then the minute you sort of like feel like you've slowed down, you feel like you're you're going into a, a downwards trend, even though yeah. you're not. See what I mean? Oh, no, definitely. It may, I think, especially at the minute as well, in the common, obviously the current climate, it's so easy to kind of look around you and especially, you know, you know going back to social media you can see your friends doing this 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 and this and it's like if you're not doing that again it's kind of like it's it's just that constant pressure that people put on themselves that they need to kind of you know they need to be doing those 5k runs they need to be kind of i know i say it all the time but like you know like baking banana bread like it's just stop kind of you know judging your own life against other people's yeah, that's the one thing people can do. And yeah, and they, especially when it comes to motivation, because I feel like you are going to just kind of yeah. self sabotage yeah. stuff like that, because you feel like you're not keeping up. And you know, everyone's going at different paces. Everyone's going, you know, running in different lanes. Just kind of just stay stay in your own lane. You know, enjoy yourself. Do what you, works for you. And you know, if if it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. And that's uh, it's, it's almost like a poison in itself. And um, I, I think I've, maybe I've had two coaching clients that don't give a shit what about anyone else is doing, <clears throat> or yeah. comparing themselves to people. Uh, it's the best way to be in comparing themselves to people at some point in their their life and felt like they need to do more. Um, yeah, one of the key messages, like key things, is, and I say it a lot on my socials and stuff like that, is that like you as an individual like there can only ever be one you like there won't ever be another you i love that like and you cannot be anybody else like and anybody else cannot be you <laughs> it's just that yeah. it's that simple it um, is but it's so simple but it's, it's like i think it's quite thought provoking yeah to just like stop trying to be someone else, like spend that time like working on you, find out you know who you are, yeah, rather than kind of you know judging it on what other people are doing or yeah. I mean, it's... like prime example, like I'm 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 30 now, like you know I'm looking a lot of, around at some of my friends, you know who they're married, you know they've got children, and when I have these conversations like with you know some of my friends, they're like you know you need to find someone, you need to settle down, and you know for the first time in my life especially going into this lockdown I felt like do you know what I don't want any of them things like I'm very happy for my friends who have those things but having a child and kind of you know the mortgages and you know the you know the marriages and stuff like that like don't get me wrong like you know 
the time will come to have those things. But right now, like there's so much more that I want to achieve and like personally and work on myself mm. that I, I don't want it just because they think that, you know, they hit a certain age and they have to be married. They have to be in a relationship. You know, yeah, they have to have yeah. a child. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's so toxic, yeah. but just do what's right for you. No, no, absolutely. Honestly, it's, it's such a great message. And I've been concentrating a lot of efforts on this a lot recently, you know, using my social media and, and the podcast and Facebook groups and stuff like that. And just trying to get people's, like, again, their head out their own way and just, like, concentrate on themselves and developing themselves. And the minute people realise that, like, little achievements mean so much more because you're yeah. doing it for you and you're not, doing it because some mate on Instagram's got, you know, a six pack and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, um, I've got a six pack in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Mean, I'm, not, I'm not giving myself a hard time. Over it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's even things like um, going to the beach and, you know, I've, 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 I've been a qualified personal trainer for like years and years and strength and conditioning coach. And um, I never, ever, ever sold, sold it to people about trying to get a six pack. Um, yeah. Because if you've, Come strong, fit, healthy. A six pack, a six pack is just literally a positive byproduct. Yeah, of that you're doing and the effort you're putting in um, is actually more impressive to have a like strong core and everything else like that that's going to help you when you're older. Because when you're past this egotistical twenties, thirties, or even early forties age now, yeah, um, I'm thinking you need a six pack. When you're that older, you know you ain't going to give a shit, and it's like. Um, you ain't walking around with your top off, uh, you know. So, what's what's the big what's the big deal? Like, <laughs> if, you, if you concentrate your efforts on trying to make you as strong and supple as possible, you'll actually you, you get a six pack anyway. Yeah, um, it's just that's that's the way our bodies are designed. But I think it's just one, of, especially like from what you've just said there, like something that I took from your from your podcast was trust the process. Yeah. Yes, you're not going to have that, like you know that in your head like that perfect kind of image but you know if you're making all these like minor changes and kind of trusting you know you know the whatever you're doing to get to that point it it will happen yeah um and and also the uh where people are constantly like comparing themselves to other people um it it just it gets stuck in people's minds and yeah like uh you know my wife still does it um you know i have to give her a bit of a rain check every now and then and make her think, oh, yeah, yeah, so I'm being stupid. Um, even little comments like we're down the beach, for example, when it's, it's busy and it's like, why are you wearing a T-shirt away? I don't want people to see this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nobody knows you here. Yeah. Like nobody on that beach knows you. <laughs> and, when you leave, <laughs> and when you leave, they're still not going to know you. <laughs> they're not going to sit in the car on the way back to wherever they come from going like, Oh, do you see that? I remember that. Oh, do you remember that girl who was like 40 metres away and uh, was wearing a bikini with dots on and stuff like that? And it's just, this is what people need to try and get their head around is, you know, no, no one actually generally cares what you're doing. Or yeah. You're, really. Um, so the quicker people like double down on themselves and, uh, and set personal goals um, for what they want to achieve, health and health and fit or physically and, you know, mentally fit. Yeah then um, the, the quicker people will get results. And like I said, like the, the good body is, would always be a, a, just a positive byproduct of, you know, good training and self-discipline. Um, once you bring that self-discipline in, 
to the equation and make it about self, then um, every every area of your life will change like positively. Like I guarantee it. It all kind of clicks into place. Yes, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's like like it's this quarantine. I think this is the best thing that could have happened to me personally because mm. it's like for the first time in my life I'm actually taking a lot of time out for myself. Yeah. And the results it's having is, you know, it's phenomenal, like mentally. Um, so I'm a, a big believer in that now. It's just, just trust it. You know, things are supposed to happen for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, to stop basing it on, stop basing other people's happiness to kind of form your own picture of happiness. Yeah. And it's, it's insane. Social media, mate, is that um, with Instagram especially, like, uh, you know, you only have to look at the stats. So Instagram like makes up such a huge percentage of like people's mental health problems because it uh, doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, and, and like because of the massive comparison people have, and they're not feeling good enough and stuff like that. And what people need to realise and realise quickly is that these like so-called influencers, and I use that word lightly, um, they they never actually add. If you actually look at any of their content, mate, they they add nothing in value to people, like nothing. No. You know, um, I've done a few posts recently, and I'm basically explaining, and I'm not, call- I wasn't calling the individuals out, I was using it as examples, was that, um, you know, like this, this young, one young girl was like, had a cake made because she had like 100,000 followers. And I was like, looked at all her content, and I was like, you add absolutely no value whatsoever. Like, <laughs> people want to know how you get a lean body like that. Not, yeah. Not just pictures of you in random um, sportswear that you're you're an ambassador of because you set yeah. up for a quick buck, and that's another thing about these uh, these so-called influencers. And what I think COVID pandemic's done quite well is it's exposed them all because all of a sudden they've got absolutely nothing to add value-wise. Yeah, um, gyms are all shut, so people aren't buying loads of gym gear. So all these, um, you know, chip shop gym, uh, gymwear companies are just trying to pay anybody and anybody to you know, sell, sell just to keep them businesses afloat. I, I suddenly got like nothing to post on social media. Um, it's the people that continuously bring value every single day and everything they post and they say that's for the benefit of other people that helps lift people up. They're the people that you want to be following. And do you know yeah. what the funny thing is? Hardly any of them are like absolutely shredded, stand on stage and um, have got like, you know, uh, you know, literally injected silicon everywhere. <laughs> they, um, it's like none of them have like the people that add value are, the, the key difference between people that add value and people who just um, post pictures of themselves and sell themselves out to whatever product is the, the oh, I don't get it it's not healthy at all no like, it, yeah, it really isn't they're 100% authentic that is the difference um, and that's why I, I kind of preach in a way it's like the importance of being 100% authentic and yeah. you know being 100% you all the time because that's what shines. That's why when I post stuff, I get loads of messages to people asking about my coaching programs because it's, it's me breathing my core values into the market. It's not, look at me with this cheap supplement. That I've yeah, that someone else has provided. I have no idea what's in it, but yeah. try and buy it. No, I, yeah, I, I and, completely appreciate that. These, the, a lot of these influencers and people go on stages and like, like all this kind of stuff, that they only ever show you the best two hours of their life like they don't show you the hard work, the, the hospital, hospital visits where they become ill because of the shit they're taking. Yeah. Um, you know, they never show you a bad picture of themselves, like them being normal. You know, they don't wake up looking like that. 
it's um and that's that you know people just need to kind of realize that and then realize that you know they're beating themselves up for no reason i completely agree just to stop the bullshit i think the message is there (laughs) (laughs) don't mean to stop the bullshit do what's right for you and just like like you say in your podcast be the best version of you yeah for yourself not for anyone else do it for you yeah exactly that um there's what there's one um question i wanted to ask you about because i've i've i spoke about it previously in one of the earlier episodes but it's just because it popped into my head but it's one thing that's kind of like cemented with me now um and it's called um the the circle of concern yeah um i was going to ask you if you could potentially um explain it a little bit better because all i literally all i said was it was two circles one you worry about one you don't and i know it sounds probably fairly simple but i feel like you're more qualified to <laughs> explain it a bit more yeah it's um it's basically it's all uh, it's all based on like how you react to stuff um yeah so obviously you've got like a circle of concern versus like uh, uh versus control so like stuff you can control and things that are totally uncontrollable yeah um so your circle of concern and what people spend too much time on are like um the sex lives of celebrities yeah the economy the news uh what what other people think of you because you can't change their thoughts you know and it's not your job to like and if you like i was just alluding to earlier you know if you can just eradicate that then fine it's not your job it's not your job to worry about what people are thinking of you people will always think of you what they think of you and that's based off their, their, their own thoughts and their own you know the way they where they live their lives People are always going to talk, aren't they? Though whether you if you're doing bad or good, yeah, people yeah. are always going to have an opinion. Yeah, um, same as like political views of others. You know, it's, again, it's, it's that's, that's that's just concern. So yeah. uh, it's not control. So like it, you need to focus on what you can control. So you, you can control like your attitude, your enthusiasm, um, like any businesses you start, podcasts you start stuff you you actually post on social media, where you travel, where you work, um, what you read, what you put in your head, you know, um, and, and what skills you learn. And uh, and even, like, what kind of um, positions you hold in terms yeah. of career or within your family or, you know, the, the, if you're in the corporate sector or military or whatever. It's, it, the, the, you know, the more you spend in the control side of life, what you physically can control you know worry about that like honestly the more productive and more successful your life will be like 100 percent. yeah i love it i I think it's just it's so simple and so like the message that it has is is so hard hitting um just literally by looking at two circles and to be honest i'll probably i'll post something on obviously instagram just to kind of maybe a bit of a visual aid just to kind of so obviously people can see it, but it it's worked wonders for me this yeah. past couple of months. It's, yeah, it's, honestly, um, yeah, and uh, you know, it, I think the more you concentrate on just doing that, staying in that circle of control, and um, you know, you'll see the difference in like how you manage your time, the decisions you make, what you do with your life. Um, you know, if you've got family like like myself, you know, wife and kids. Like the places where we've been, where we've lived, 
um, how well travelled my, my children are, you know, the cultures they've experienced, like all that. That's amazing. It's all down to like being in that control circle because it's what we've done, you know, it's what we've achieved and we've, we've decided, we've brought into our life. Where, um, sorry, just go completely off topic then. As soon as lockdown, everything's over, where's the first place you travel into? Um, well, we, we, we had actually, before COVID started, planned to go to Australia, to the Gold Coast, to visit loads of our friends there. Um, oh, amazing. We, uh, we lived there from 2013 to the end of 2015. Um, and we, we, we actually, we got royally screwed over and okay. yeah, I had to, um, and this is one of the reasons why I am the way I am is because, uh, because of what I learned. And we had to return from Australia with literally the bags on our back. So I had a successful business. Oh, wow. at a gym, subsequent boot camp. Um, and the business partner had completely screwed us, left us high and dry. Um, government or sort of customs said, like, you know, you're not working for the original employer. I went to the country before in the first place. Yeah. If you're not, you've got to return to UK. And, like, we literally, I couldn't just go get another job. Like, money wasn't coming in. You know, actually came back to UK in about four grand of debt. Had to get a oh, wow. military charity to help fly us home. Um, and that, that experience itself, like, is kind of set me up for like where I am now because of the lessons I learned from it. Um, but it was like one of the worst experiences ever. You know? Um, yeah, it sounds it. I, I, you know, I was literally selling everything I owned, my kids' toys, everything in a garage uh, to try and get to pull some money together before we left. Um, you know, even even the cleaning company that cleaned the house before we left were trying to like, rip us off. <laughs> um, For God's sake, I'll give, yeah. I'll give you guys a break. <laughs> yeah, and um, so you know, we went from like the Gold Coast, Gold Coast right near the beach in Australia to then having to move back to UK. And the place we lived was uh, at my mum and dad's pub uh, uh, upstairs, and it was just like yeah. it wasn't a nice idea at all because. You know, my kids were being woken up at night, people fighting in the square. Yeah, it's not the family. ideal scenario, um, is it? Yeah, so, um, you know, I learned a lot of lessons there about literally being, like, on your back, you know. Um, and I, I use that quite a lot, and it's something I talk about in my uh, public talks I do. Um, but our time over there, we, you know, made some of the most amazing friends, you know, you can imagine, and still speak to all the time to this day. Um, and my, and my, fa- yeah, my cousin lives there so you know we've still got our hearts set on going there um, I think the flights will be pretty cheap to be honest yeah well that's what I'm hoping to be fair <laughs> um, yeah but I mean if we don't go in, you know in the immediate future it's not a problem it's, you know Australia's not going anywhere um, true you know I've said about maybe just jet, just jet into Portugal for a bit just for that break I was actually yeah. looking at Portugal myself. Yeah, we've never, we've never actually been to Portugal, but been to all you know everywhere else around Europe. Oh, it's beautiful! It's a beautiful place. Mm. Yeah, so I love, I love that. I love that whole kind of negative to positive message. Like, I think it's it works really, really well. Yeah, and I think especially with this current current climate, you know, yes, this is a really horrible negative situation for everyone but there's so many opportunities to learn, to invest in yourself and kind of, you know, come out of this a much better person. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, 
Well, thank you so much for joining me and taking the time out on a Sunday morning. I, I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's good to start, you know, do it for me, Sunday, I, was, I, I, I set up a thread actually about Sundays and asked people, is it actually still a rest day? Because um, everyone's got their own perception of it nowadays, haven't they? And, uh, no, I do all my cleaning on a Sunday, all my washing, all my ironing. That's my, that's my thing to do on a Sunday. Yeah. But, uh, There's no yeah, rest. <laughs> I, yeah, I like uh, sort of making a lot of notes. Doing, I do a lot of content stuff on a Sunday. I quite enjoy okay. it. Um, and, you know, sitting here talking to an audience about positive stuff to me isn't like a task or a chore, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I, I never turn, you know, unless I'm physically doing something, I never turn opportunities to go on podcast down um, to, sh- you know, share a positive message to people because I didn't see it as a, a job or a chore really. Same with like all the coaching stuff. You know, I get a lot of people going, man, you're slammed. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I am and I'm not because like you're constantly helping people and developing yeah. people. For me, it's constantly winning. And I think that's that's the best way to look at it because I feel like if it if it sits with your core values and it sits with like you know with your message that you're trying to get across, then I think I think I'm. You know, I keep going through these podcasts. I'm having like these incredible guests on, and every time it kind of comes to an end, it's like I feel like a li- like so motivated and such like a. I don't know. It's like I'm on a little bit of a high because mm, it's yeah. like I'm taking as much as you know. This is you know, for people to listen to and stuff like that from a selfish point of view, like the amount I'm kind of learning, the amount of kind of amazing people I'm getting to talk to, it's, it's blowing my mind a little bit. And it's just, it's so nice to kind of have that kind of shared message of, you know, positivity and kind of, you know, I keep saying it like the best version of yourself. Mm. Um, But it's, it's insane. So I I do do really, really appreciate it. And it's nice that there's, people out there with the same message that's pretty mate uh, you know like i said i really enjoy it um likewise you know if any any listeners ever want to sort of reach out get in touch and just learn a bit more you know more this is literally you. what i was about to say because i i started um obviously listening to your podcast i actually found it um through your instagram and there was an episode you did um i can't think of the guy's name um but he'd been through a, like he had a, an accident and then he went on, you know, he was told like he wouldn't be able to do this again. He wouldn't be able to do that. And then he went on to break a world record. Mm. And I just think it that that's how I kind of stumbled across um, your page. And I feel like the story is, again, from such a horrible negative situation, you know, keeping that mindset, keeping that like motivation and look what he's achieved from it. Yeah. And that's what that's what the idea that's what I, I do on the podcast. You know, the guests yeah. that I have on from you know military, um, you know athletes and stuff like that. Uh, are just what I like to call ordinary people doing extraordinary yeah. things because the message is it's kind of similar, but it you know so there's always different people it relates to. I love it. I, th- I think it's great, and I think if if anyone does want to obviously check it out, obviously I'll I'll post the links um, once you know, we, we go live with this episode, but if you want to find out on Instagram, it's at best version of you underscore podcast. That's the Instagram. Um, do you, do you have like a Facebook group or? Yeah. So the, um, the podcast is, uh, obviously the best version of you. You can, uh, search it on Apple, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, 
Um, I've got a Facebook page for it, Twitter page for it, and obviously Instagram page for it. Um, and, and yeah, likewise, if you know if people want to speak to myself, you know, individually, uh, I'm just at uh, Mr. AJ Roberts like, across all platforms. Slide into the DMs. Yeah. If you need that all Slide important. Into the DM, <laughs> <laughs> That's why we stay off social media, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> No, honestly, thank you so much for joining me. I've really enjoyed having you on. No, brilliant, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers for your time. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. And there we have it. Another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Big thank you to my special guest this week, Mr. AJ Roberts. Make sure you check him out on Instagram, as well as his podcast, Best Version of You. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe, and I'll see you next week.